Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather Show. My name is Ann Ortley. It's December 8th, 2019, and I'm broadcasting today from the bright red desk here in New York. It's a beautiful day, nice and uh, kind of sun trying to get through, clear and crisp, one of the best kind of days leading into the Christmas season and the Hanukkah season and the holiday season. Um, Christmas tree lighting um, is uh, happened here in New York. We're we're all lit up and beautiful, lights everywhere, inviting us all to uh, enjoy the festival and the the ambience and the creativity. Um, our week ahead, we you can see there's a lot of fighting going on in the world. We had Nancy Pelosi, you know, getting off. You know, don't call me a hater. Uh, Joe Biden uh, calling the guy fat and telling him he was too old to vote for him when he brought up his son. There's a lot of contention in this guy. You may have had a little contention last week. Um, and, you know, this week we get clearer. Mercury is, of course, at his last degree of Scorpio. So he is telling the tales. And, of course, because he's been in the shadow of Scorpio. He's Scorpio's about money and value and what's important and, you know, how we did things and, you know, what are we talking about? And of course, the last degrees of any planets have a bit of a shout out. So we can look at, you know, all the contention and kind of go, wow, never saw Nancy Pelosi lose it like that before. Um, even, you know, nice old Uncle Joe, Uncle Joe got a little mad. So if you found yourself a little angry this week, you know, totally appropriate, you might have another day or two of it part of the deal, part of the deal. And Mercury in Scorpio is revealing things about Scorpio things, money, things of value to you, things that you uh, you, you think you're owed because it's in Scorpio, the value, how you're valued by other people, how you are valued by other people. A lot of people are really working on that now. Also, when planets are at last degrees, you know, we're we're zooming in on that upcoming conjunction in January. And remember, it's the beginning. It's not, you know, it's going to take 36 years for that baby to unfold. So as we go towards it, we are ending a 36-year cycle where you're being asked to look at stuff and really get clear on it. And one of my uh, dear friends, Elaine, who I've uh, known for a while and who went with us to Italy, um, she and I were talking a couple weeks ago about something, and she gave me this really brilliant technique, which I want to share with you guys. I've been using it a lot the last couple weeks, and um, I want to give proper credit where proper credit's due, uh, Lane Ziner uh, in New Jersey. And she's a, she's a really great Reiki master. So if you ever need Reiki or want to learn Reiki, learn it from Elaine. Um, but what, what she said, we were talking about a, a personal situation in my life, um, and it was it was it was an interesting observation where she said what you want to do is um, go in you know like when you break up with someone right you break up with them and you uh, you you give them their shirt they give you your sheets you know I talked to a lady the other day and you know she this guy kind of ghosted her and she didn't hear from him and she mailed him back all his clothes and you know she noted that the assistant had signed for them and you know that you know you you do that thing with your stuff she suggested doing it on the etheric level like going up into the soul contract that you had with this person and you give them back what you're what you, what you got from them and they give you you ask back for what you gave them so in this particular situation, you know, it was, okay, I'm going to give you back that I'm mad at you. 
for this, this, and this behavior, you know, and then you ask back for your innocence where you thought maybe that this would work or you ask back for, you know, what you gave them or, you know, sometimes when we get into a little fight with people, we get a little scrappy, you know, and we, you know, ask back, you know, and say, you know what? What you know? I know I gave you that. I'm, I'm, you know, in case of Nancy Pelosi, giving that guy back his balls. You know, it's you know, you just gotta kind of take a take a take a proper action. Um, but energetically ask back for what you gave them and give them back what they gave you, so you're not carrying it anymore. So you release the weight of it. You know, you let it go. So I came home and I did a little meditation on the person, and you know, and I've had a long relationship with them. You know, thirty. 30 some odd years and you know it's uh you know saturn pluto coming to an end um and i kind of gave them back their stuff and i asked for my stuff back um and she had reported that she had used it uh in a personal situation with her and that it it, it had resulted in the person that she was dealing with it with like suddenly getting nice and being able to move forward with their uh, the thing that they were ending, right? So I did it, and then I was like, wow, and you feel really good. You kind of just meditate, you light a candle, and you think about it, and you go, okay. Uh, and, so I'm, uh, and so I did it with this person, and I thought, I think I'm going to make a list. <laughs> Anybody in the last 36 years, you know, that I'm carrying this, uh, you know, this, rah, 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 you know, that kind of energy that you have where you walk away and you go, rah, 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 rah. because it is, a, it is a burden. It's an energetic burden you're carrying. And so I've kind of been going through my list. Now, what that does, of course, is the universe pops up things that you hadn't maybe handled properly, uh, you know, because I'm Aquarius rising. We tend to walk away without talking, right? That's how I handle it. I go, all right, and I got a Mercury-Mars square, so I, I got a temper. So I'm I'm aware of my temper. I try and use it, you know, in a proper way. You know, I like to make my – I work a lot. You know, Mercury-Mars square, Mar, Mercury rules my, uh, rules my chart, my Virgo. But every now and then my temper goes. And so anybody that I, I kind of was thinking about people, you know, and I was doing a lot of past clearing. And then I had a couple of more recent situations show up. And, um, I, you know, and it was interesting because I tried to clear them, and then they popped open like a giant pimple. <laughs> so think about those situations in your life where you painted those red flags white and you ignored the signs. And then afterwards you went, you know, I, you know, I did see it coming. I saw it. I could feel it. There was some stuff going on. But, you know, we're optimists. We're hopeful. We paint the red flags white. Thank you to the customer the other day who gave me that quote. I was like, that's brilliant. Can I can I say that? She goes, sure. She didn't want her name attributed to it, though. Um, but, yeah, so think about where you've done that, where maybe you're holding a little grudge or you're holding a little energy or maybe where you were kind of mean and you didn't do the right thing. And go work on that energetic level. Give them back what they gave you and ask for what you gave them back, right? And and it's balancing. Now, the other way you can do it, which also works, and my neighbor did this, down the one that died down the hall, and no, we didn't find the will, but we did find the brother. So that's good. Uh, so we're proceeding apace with the uh, – we didn't find the will on paper. There might be a safety deposit box. Who knows? Nothing in the apartment. Um, and the and the cats found a new home. We found a nice lady named Eileen who to take them, and Kim and I, my other neighbor, brought them over and delivered the cats to a new home, and they're adjusting nicely. Although she is going to rename Fluffy, because <laughs> it's it's really not. I mean, 
Peggy named it Fluffy, and we were all like, that's not that cat's name, but, you know, whatever. So the ladies go, he's not Fluffy. I'm like, I, I agree, he's not a Fluffy. So she's renaming Fluffy. But we, you know, so energetically work. So in Peggy's case, and, you know, and Peggy was a witch, and I say that in the in, in the fondest terms, I used to run a full moon circle. And at that time, Peggy had been run over by a dentist. And um, the law, the lawyer she hired did a really bad job. I mean, truly, I, I was pretty appalled at the job he did. I mean, I was part of the witness pool, you know, testifying to the before and after effects of her getting run over by this dentist in a crosswalk. He lost the case. And as you know, when you're a contingency lawyer, you usually lose the case and you leave. Well, he sued her for costs. And uh, the, even the arbitrator, we went to the arbitration, even the arbitrator said, you know, this is really unusual. You know, you usually, when you lose something, you don't sue them for your costs. And he was like, I'm going to sue her for my costs. And he won. And she paid him. And then she asked for it to be balanced. And uh, and every every month in the new moon circle, while she was going through this, she would say, I don't really want to do any harm here, but I want to ask for this to be balanced. And it was. And what happens when you ask for it to be balanced, especially if the person's doing it consciously, it gets balanced threefold, meaning you take $100, you get $300 taken from you. You give $100, you get $300 back. You know, that's the whole origin of the pay it forward thing, right? So she kept asking for it to be balanced. And, you know, the court case happened and um, she lost, she paid, and then she said, I, you know, I release it and ask for it to be balanced. Well, don't you know the guy developed vertigo? Now, vertigo, of course, if you know, is a balance a balance illness. He lost his balance for about six months. He couldn't work. He had to stay home. He couldn't get up. And I kind of thought, well, you know, that's threefold of what she paid him probably about <laughs> in what he would have earned, you know. And it was, I was like, wow, that's pretty powerful too. So as you're releasing this stuff, you know, because this is really our time to throw everything away. When I was going through Peggy's house and here's her joke file, throw it away. Well, I have a joke file. Here's her playbill file and throw it away. And I have a playbill file. So I was thinking about all of the <laughs> the things in my house that somebody's going to pull up and go, oh, throw the playbills away. And really, when's the last time I looked at that playbill file? So I think I'm going to be Marie Kondoing my apartment over the next few months. But, it, you know, you want to release, you know, pay it forward threefold, ask for it to be balanced threefold. In my case, you know, that's what I'm going to be doing. And I'm also going to be doing, okay, let me release it on an energetic level, not just on the give me your shirt, I'll give you your toothbrush, but energetically. And it's really interesting because, and I've done it now a few times, with different situations, when you do it, you kind of have this lifting of the energy on your body and your being because you don't realize energetically as you're carrying that stuff forward, you're really carrying it with you. You're not, you know, it's not over because it's in you and you're kind of working it and you're mulling on it and you're chewing on it like a dog on a bone. So this week, as Chiron stations to turn direct, of course, we always try and try to tie it in astrologically, and as we have a full moon in Gemini, now remember, Gemini moons, everybody has their own opinion. Their opinion, my opinion's this, your opinion's that. And Gemini's often, you know, we got a president that's a Gemini. They often twist the things, you know, and uh, twist the things to be what they want. And I love Gemini's. My sister's a Gemini. 
I have some wonderful friends that are Gemini. I had one woman look at me and go, she's a Gemini. I mean, I think of her as a Capricorn because she's a Capricorn rising, and she's got Saturn in the first, so that's what I feel. But she's a Gemini. And she looked at me and she said, so you're going to do it again? And I went, uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> Thanks for saying it like that. Of course, her she has a Virgo moon and a Pluto in Virgo, which sits right opposite my moon in Pisces, which tends to go, oh, you know, maybe, you know. And then she goes, you're going to do it again? Really? And I went, oh, right, no, no, I'm not going to, not going to do it again. So watch for your messages. Watch for what you got. We watch Nancy hype up. You know, I know as a Catholic kid, I was raised, it's not polite to hate, it's a sin. And uh, when she was going on in the Catholics, I went, wow, look at Nancy. Um, So kind of watch where you get stirred up this week. Chiron is stationing. There's a full moon in Gemini. You're going to be asked on some level to look at stuff in a new way. And Mercury still is in his shadow today. But tomorrow he goes into uh, he goes into Sagittarius, where he's answering to Jupiter and Capricorn. So he is pretty clear about saying things precisely and in the manner in which he needs to say them. And so your job, uh, and I would just practice this. I, I kudos to Elaine for this wonderful technique, where you just say, "Okay, I'm going to give you back." <laughs> You know, you know, you really pissed me off. I'm going to give that back to you, and I'm going to take back from you this thing I gave to you, you know, or this thing, you know, and, and sometimes we give them some mean stuff too, you know, we're not, we're all human here, it's not a, not an easy world, and then on a higher note, you know, I would all encourage you, I went with my friend Madeline last weekend on uh, Thanksgiving Eve, we went to see It's a Wonderful Name Day in the Neighborhood with Tom Hanks, and of course Tom Hanks plays the supporting Uh, actor in this because he's Mr. Rogers and Mr. Rogers was perfect in every way and he has this uh, investigative reporter who goes through the story arc of experience transformation and change I'm in this movie theater there's a guy behind me first he's chewing popcorn really loudly and then he's like sobbing hysterically right I went with my friend Madeline and a few years back she was having a hard time uh, I was a Captain Kangaroo kid, right? So I don't really know Mr. Rogers. But she was having a hard time, and she went back and watched all the earlier Mr. Rogers episodes when he was on during her childhood, you know, because she went back to get Mr. Rogers to take good care of her. It's a beautiful movie. It is an absolutely beautiful movie. And, you know, I was sobbing. Madeline was sobbing. The guy behind me was sobbing. And um, it's a big guy, too, just crying away. And at the end, the audience applauded. So I would encourage you to go see it because Mr. Rogers handles everything in a whole nicer way than than I just described. But, we, you know, it's understanding we are humans. We're in these cute little human bodies that have these very strong feelings about things. And right now we are processing on a deep level, okay? So, you know, thanks to Elaine for my getting rid of a 34-year, 30, 35-year thing that I've been carrying a lot of resentment, you know, feels lighter. And really it's important. It's a really important time for us all to think about what uh, we want to build. I, my friend um, Lorraine, on her birthday every year, she's a Gemini born the last day of the year at midnight at five, 11, you know, Gemini uh, 2959, right? Um And on her birthday every year, she goes, okay, am I taking you forward with me into the next year? And... Uh, if she isn't, she leaves you behind at the door. 
of the next year. She says, well, you know, it's been fun, but I'm not carrying you forward in my life. And she doesn't. She's got a much stronger Saturn than I have. But, you know, kind of think about what you're carrying forward, what you want to let go of. This is such a big time for us to release the psychic and the karmic and the the internal burdens that we've been carrying. Um, so I encourage you all to do that. I encourage you all to release them and say, okay, I'm, uh, I think I'm done with that one. I don't think I'm carrying it forward. And whatever process you do um, uh, in terms of that that energy. So let's talk about the energy of the week. Um, we have a lovely, right now today, a lovely moon in Taurus, and it's today and tomorrow through 8.12 p.m. when the moon trines uh, Pluto. And it's in Taurus, so this is all about what it is you want to grow, 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 because moon trine Pluto um, is is an opening trine, right? So it's saying, yeah, let's go. Let's go get this new energy forward. Moon goes void at 8.12 p.m. on the 9th, and then it goes into Gemini uh, in the morning on the 10th at 11.47 a.m. It's in Gemini on Tuesday, in Gemini on Wednesday, and it leaves uh, Gemini at 12.12 a.m. With, with an opposition, the full moon, on the 12th. And again, that full moon in Gemini is on at 19 Gemini. So we go back to Gemini time, June 12th of 2018, and then we go back to Pisces time, which is um, March 12th of this year, and now we're at the full moon, and then, of course, there will be a closing square next September when that closing aspect happens, and and this is the longer developmental cycle, so think back what was going on in, in June of 18, and then think about March, and then think about now, and then think about September. I know in my case, I'm having, you know, I'm having a bunch of stuff with the Gemini energy, and of course, this Gemini Sun is 19 Gemini, so it squares my my Sun at 18. So I'm having all sorts of things be revealed, which is always fun. You know, you want to kind of watch for that. So the Moon is void all day on uh, Thursday, the 12th. And again, these are Eastern Seaboard Eastern Seaboard times, um, Eastern times. And a moon goes into Cancer at 6:23 p.m. on the 12th, the evening. That's Thursday, and it's in Cancer on Friday, and it's in Cancer on Saturday. And the closing aspect on Saturday is Moon opposite Venus. Again, the moon is void all day Saturday, the 14th, and it goes into Leo at 10:56 uh, p.m. Uh, Saturday night. It's in Leo Saturday night. It's in Leo on Sunday the 15th. And it goes void at 5.10 p.m. on Monday the 16th with a trine to the sun. So today and Monday are good days for getting stuff out the door and getting things done. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday are all releasing, letting go, getting rid of stuff days. Closing aspects are harsh, saying that's done. Also, closing aspects are seeing things, but it is oppositions, so it's got an energy of being polarized. And then on the uh, the Sunday, the 15th and the 16th, that's a very productive. So get your work in on Monday, the Monday the 9th, and then do releasing energies for the rest of the week. Uh, when we look at the aspects for the week, we have the sun traveling between 15 Sag and 24 Sag. 
And as it goes through Sag, it does have a hard aspect to the nodes of fate on next Friday. It has a parallel and a contra-parallel, which is an energy of an aha moment, the sun running at the same declination as the nodes. Not quite as powerful as an eclipse, but it certainly bring thing, brings things to light. The sun has also got a square to Neptune and a sesquiquadrant to Uranus. So there's some unexpected news or information. Now, of course, Sagittarius' sun just shifted. Now he's answering to Jupiter and Capricorn. So the beginning of the month, he was answering to happy, jolly Jupiter and Jupiter, you know, Jupiter and his favorite sign. Now Jupiter's in Capricorn. So he's a little more serious. So the sun has, you know, aspects of seriousness where he's kind of like, wow, you know, what are we, what are we doing here? And as the Venus, uh, Venus and Saturn meet up this week too, the sun also has aspects to Venus and Saturn from the blind spot where he kind of stands there in the blind spot of the chart and he says, okay, I'm in the blind spot. That's, that's, I'm, I'm helping you see something you hadn't seen before. And then he's in the blind spot of Pluto on the 13th. So the blind spot of Venus and Saturn is the 11th, and the blind spot of Pluto is the 13th. He also parallels Venus, which is a nice energy kind of moving forward. And then he is really cranky and contentious next Sunday the 15th because he is trying to Eris. And, of course, Eris is moving into her square with Pluto. Actually, Pluto's catching up to Eris. We're going to have five squares with Eris and Pluto over the next two years. Eris um, you know, like, just takes it on. She's just not afraid of standing up to power. She's just on it. And then there can be some health aspects on the 15th. You want to really act on them if you have them, particularly around heart aspects, because the moon's in Leo that day. Mercury this week, as we mentioned, is in Scorpio for two more days. He goes into... Uh, Sagittarius on December 9th at 4.41 in the morning. And then he becomes very serious because his ruler is Jupiter and Capricorn. So Mercury is going to be really solid about what he says. Right now he's in Scorpio, so he's pretty straightforward. Uh, and he's telling the truth. He's revealing things about financial matters. He's showing you stuff, really revealing things about how you're valued. And you want to pay attention to that, what your value is, and uh, what the messages are you're getting. Uh, Mercury is also uh, trine to Chiron, uh, and that's a very positive energy of you know, helping you heal through words. Now remember, Chiron is stationing this week, so he has a lot of energy. Whenever a planet stations, uh, we really feel it. We really feel it on a very profound level. So just kind of know that that's part of the deal this week. With Chiron stationing, everybody's wound is going to be up. Because um, he's just kind of, when he stops, grinds to a halt, everybody kind of looks, kind of like that old, when EJ, who, I remember the brokerage firm, but when they when they spoke, everybody stops and listens, right? E.F. Hutton, that was it. Uh, Mercury is also in conjunct Uranus, so expect surprising or unexpected news on the 11th, perhaps a little shocking, but not un, not unexpected, but, you know, kind of like, wow. I didn't anticipate that. And it's a news about a death or a news about a loss or some kind of Scorpio energy. Mercury also has a semi-square to Saturn and Pluto on the 12th and the 13th. Now, semi-squares are stressful energies. Mercury's in, in Sagittarius, but he's answering to Jewish and, uh, uh, Jupiter and Capricorn. So he's somber in terms of it. And even though it's stressful, you know, you do want to hear what he says. And then he has a very argumentative moment on the 14th with Eris, with a sesquiquadrate. 
And then, of course, remember Mercury now, he is free of his shadow. So he's done telling the secrets, and now he's giving you his opinion, okay, because he's in Sag. And I often caution my Sag clients to say, you know, use the word frankly. Use the word frankly. Or uh, ask, say, do you want me to tell you what I think? And if they don't, you know, just kind of smile, because they know you're going to tell them what you think. I had a client here the other day, and she must have said frankly like 10 times, 15 times. I'm like, yeah, you're a Sag. Because she's like, well, I would say frankly, you know, you want me to tell you. And I'm like, totally. You know, that's that's Sagittarius. Mercury and Sag is frank. And it tells the truth. Or it tells the truth as it understands it. Remember, multiple versions of the truth. Everybody, you know, this this day and age with all this Neptune and all this you know, alternate reality. Facts are facts until they're not. But, you know, you know what you know. And that's, I think, important. You know what you know, and you understand that part of what's going on now, the country's having a Pluto transit. The world is having a Pluto transit where we have to uh, take a stand for what we believe to be true. And, you know, it's our stand. It's our life. It's our version of the world. And we're allowed to work in it. And again, go watch the Mr. Rogers, It's a Nice Day in the Neighborhood uh, movie with Tom Hanks. Mercury has a hard aspect to the nodes of fate on the 14th, uh, inviting some interesting adjustments to stuff. And Mercury is also semi-square Venus on the 15th, uh, so there can be some stress around money and how things are going to be done. Venus this week runs from 15 cap to 23 cap, so she's kind of um, zipping along and she has a sextile to Neptune, encouraging her to work on her dreams. On Wednesday, uh, December 11th, Venus meets up with Saturn, uh, and that's a commitment energy, right? So if you have a Venus-Saturn aspect like I do in my chart, this week one of the things you're going to be asked to do is look at your commitments. Uh, watch for natal Venus-Saturn activation as Venus and Saturn meet up in Capricorn. And then on the 13th, she meets up with Pluto. Um, and so as she's moving forward, now remember the last aspect, she's the last one to talk to Jupiter before he went into Capricorn. And so she is carrying the message from Jupiter and Sag to Saturn and Pluto and saying, okay, I talked to Jupiter and he said this is what we're going to do. So it's really important to watch for the offers, the messages, the information you receive on the 11th and the 13th. And then there's... Um, Venus has a parallel to Jupiter on the 14th, so she gets back to Jupiter and she says, I told them, I told them what you told me, right? So the message gets delivered this week. And then she has a square with the goddess of discord on the 14th, and she aspects the nodes of fate on the 14th. So she makes deliberate, deliberate decisions about how she is going to proceed and what she's going to do as she comes to aspect those nodes. And so this is an opportunity for all of us to make uh, conscious decisions. And, of course, it's a great week for using those exercises I talked at the beginning, either sending it out for balancing or releasing it on an etheric level or, you know, taking the Tom Hanks, the Mr. Rogers approach and looking for the empathic moment between you and your soul and allowing it to heal. And again, a lot of times these older situations, they trigger old stuff. There's a saying in AA, if it's hysterical, it's historical. And so when it's got a big reaction, you want to kind of look at it and go, oh, yeah, this isn't just about that. 
You know, this is only about $20. It's really about this, you know, and understand the underlying source of it because that can help a lot. That's the Chiron stationing this week on Wednesday. He'll help you get in touch with the underlying source of the wound. Mars this week in Scorpio runs from 13 uh, through 18 Scorp. And he's um, he's trying to Neptune on the 13th, so that's kind of a happy a happy energy. Uh, and um, a lot of people have been reporting picking up. You know, you know they've been sober, and now they're maybe smoking a little pot, or they're having a little cocktail, or they're whatever. Remember, the moon looks for self care in stressful times like this. You know, my neighbor and I brought the cat over to the new home. And she was a little stressed. I mean, she's lived on the kit floor for 14 years. These cats have been that long. And and we got back, and, and we were talking, and she was crying. And she's like, I need a cocktail. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> now, she's not, you know, she you know she drinks. It's not like she doesn't drink. But it was that kind of week. So remember, good self-care this week, too, because Chiron is stationing. And he stations on the 12th at 1 degrees of Aries. Um, Jupiter, this, Uranus this week also has a little bit of energy around kind of stimulating the wound on, on the 13th. Jupiter this week squares Chiron on the 8th. So the wound gets activated on the 8th, and then Chiron stations direct. So, you know, we're going to be dancing a little bit, you know, poke, poke, poke. And with Neptune uh, squaring Athena on the 15th, you might not be seeing situations quite the way you should. Uh, or you're seeing situations with the element of delusion. So give yourself a little propers that, well, I'm going to take it on advisement. I'm going to see what I think I see, and then I'm going to see what I really see. Because, you know, sometimes stuff is still getting revealed. Remember, this is ending energy between now and January. So lots of stuff is going to be surfacing for us to process emotionally, spiritually, psychologically, and even physically. And so be kind to yourself. And then last but not least, uh, Series aspects the nodes of fate on the 8th, and um, she invites us to find a way to nurture ourselves in a solid, reliable, dependable way with the knowledge and the wisdom we've gained over the years. <sighs> hard week ahead, folks, um, but not hard, bad, hard, done. You know, like, I, you know, I'm done with that. And And when you feel that, honor it. This is really... You know, I know I'm going to go in and look for my playbill folders and throw it away, and I'm not going to get a whole lot of it done because I have a busy week ahead, but I'm I'm aware of the lessons I took away from cleaning out my neighbor's apartment. And um, just be aware of the lessons you're learning. It's a really important week for you to sit uh, and look at your role, look at your understanding of your role in it, and understand, um, you know, maybe you're wrong because you are. <laughs> and maybe you're right because you are. And that's okay, but what are you approaching it with? What's your space of approaching it? And on that note, I'm going to sign off from the Bright Red Desk and go uh, have some breakfast, wishing you all a great Sunday and a great week ahead for the week of December 8th, 2019. Take care. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.